Okay, so it is Sunday, August 7th, and um, when I picked her up from gymnastics on Friday, she was perfect. She was exactly what I wanted her to be and what I hoped she would be. She had a good practice. She felt really good. She knew what she was going to eat for lunch. You know, there was no stress there. It was wonderful, and I was so, so excited. Unfortunately, it didn't last. Um, so trying to remember the exact timing, but at some point in time, she flipped out. I'm trying to remember exactly what it was. I was so distraught yesterday. I couldn't record an episode. Um, so now I'm just trying to remember and I'm trying to give you a recap of everything. Um, I know she left the house on Friday night, probably just after eight. She was mostly just standing across the street, um, just trying to regroup. Um, but she was outside for a little bit too long. So I went outside. I saw where she was and I just sat on our front steps and I just watched her and I just waited. I wanted to know. I mean, I wanted her to know that I was there and I was here to support her and that whatever comes, comes. Um, and then eventually um, she left and she started walking down the street. She walked down the street and I could no longer see her. So I went ahead and, um, yeah, so I went ahead and I decided that um, I would follow her. I, I was probably 15, 20 feet behind her. And she walked out of our neighborhood. So I'm really glad at this point that I'm following her. We walked for probably 20, 25 minutes with me 15 to 20 feet behind her, just being there, letting her walk. And then she stopped under a street lamp and she just stood there. And then she burst into tears. She just started crying. I took that as permission to walk over to her, took that as permission to give her a hug, to let her know that I was there. I got her to stop crying just by being there. And I asked her, I said, do you know why I followed you? And she, her first thought was because I didn't bring my phone. I said, well, there was that. And what else? She said, because you tell me that you're always here for me. I said, yeah, I will always be here for you. You can always come to me. I'm always here to help. And eventually, we began the walk home. And as we walked home, we developed a strategy for what we were going to do on Saturday so that Saturday would be as good as it could be. She didn't want to be at home, so we were going to spend the whole day out of the house. And then she told me, but I also need you to do my laundry. I don't have any clean clothes, so can you please do my laundry? Of course I can do your laundry, is kind of what I said. I'll do it in the morning, so as soon as you get up, let me do your laundry. And then when we got home, she realized she really didn't want to go inside. She's like, I can't go in, I can't go in, I can't go in. I'm like, okay. I'll open the garage door, you can get into my car. So she got into my car and we left. We, this was probably just before 10 o'clock at night. We just started driving. 
we drove down the hill um, into and through the first city, into the next city, around and around. And I was just taking a long circuitous route to eventually get back home. And we were probably 35, 40 minutes into the drive. She said, if I have to sleep at home, let's go home now. So I cut through um, the city and I kind of went the main fastest way back from where we were uh, back home and got home about 11. Uh, she went upstairs, went straight to the bathroom, got ready for bed and went to bed. And that was the end of that. I did basically the same thing and I hoped that Saturday would be smooth. Um, so Saturday morning we woke up um, and or I woke up first as I always do then my husband woke up and then after he woke up I decided I was going to take the dog for a walk he decided he was going to go for a run she woke up so she you know stayed out of sight of my husband she doesn't want to have anything to do with him and so he left then I left and she was just downstairs watching tv and that was fine so we were all gone he and I were gone for about an hour um I ended up walking the dog over to the track that he was running at because right now I'm trying to also balance the fact that he and I are having struggles because we see the situation with her differently and we need to get on the same page so I take the opportunity and so does he fortunately for the most part I take the opportunity for to spend a little bit of time with him and to be okay with him then when we got back um I did her laundry like I said I was going to and she was fine with it and I, I'm not exactly sure why she suddenly thought as soon as I did her laundry, it was going to be clean. But then she's like, okay, it's time for me to shower. And then we're gonna, I'm going to get dressed and we're going to leave for the day. Which, again, like that was the plan. Yes, absolutely. I didn't know that she was expecting to wear the clothes that I had washed that morning. So she absolutely freaked out that there were no clothes to wear. Well, she had plenty of clothes in her closet. They are not her favorite clothes, but they work. And so I was trying to be rational with her and saying, you know, you're not going to be seeing anybody. It's not a big deal. You know, you can, that it's fine. You can do this. Uh, you can wear these clothes. And that didn't go over so well. She was very irate. So then she wanted me to just take her as she was. She was in her pajamas and I put her on my back and got her into the car. She was fine with it. She's like, open the trunk, it'll be easier. I'll just climb through, because I have a, an SUV, so it was easy for her to climb through. Then she's sitting in the car. I backed the car out onto the driveway. Oh, um, my older daughter had the dog at the park because of the yelling and screaming. We just wanted the dog away. We don't feel like he needs to be there. He's still pretty young. So she had him at the park. And then I parked the car, I left the car in the driveway and I stopped it, opened the windows, opened the doors, said, okay, well, we're not going anywhere. If you don't tell me where you want to go, I'm happy to go get you food, but I need to know what you want to eat. You're in your pajamas, so I'm going to have to pick it up for you. This is kind of how the whole thing went. And the situation just really wasn't very good. 
From there, she proceeded to tell me that it wasn't safe for her to be in the house, all this kind of stuff. And I think at this point, my husband had essentially said, don't bring her home. She's not welcome in our house. And of course, what am I supposed to do? I mean, I'm not going to say, okay, well, you know what? Fine. We're going to go and we're going to rent an apartment or we're going to go and stay in a hotel. or We're going to go stay with friends or family. I couldn't do that because I need her to find a way to be okay in our home. Um, at least that's my belief. So uh, we were in the car for a while. Um, it was not very good. Her sister came over, talked to us a little bit. The dog was there for a little bit. On and on it goes. And then her sister is back in the house with the dog and my husband. And she's like, take me away, take me away. I don't want to be here. And I said, I'll, I'll take you somewhere. But you, it's somewhere that you, that I feel is going to be safe. And so I said, the only place I can take you is to the hospital. That is a place where I can take you and you will be safe. She proceeded to hit me over the head with her phone only once, but she still physically assaulted me. That's the technical term. I didn't, I, I, I'm, I'm going to take it all day, every day because um, I feel like that's the right thing for me to do. It probably isn't, but that's where I'm at right now. And when she did that, I jumped out of the car and I left. I went back into the house. It's been a minute since I recorded um, more of what was going on on Saturday. So I'm going to hopefully not repeat myself. Um, so after I went inside, I left her in the car in the front driveway with the doors open um, and stuff. It was warm. And I didn't know what to do. I was kind of freaking out. I called our county crisis line because I felt out of control. And I started talking to them. And I don't know how or why, but she ended up coming into the house right around that point. And the person on the other end of the line actually hung up on me. I was really upset. I couldn't believe that they hung up on me. Um, and I was just kind of like in disbelief. Um, and then my daughter went to the bathroom because she wanted to finally get the shower in and whatever else she was trying to figure out. And I decided to call the police. I actually, well, I didn't want to call the police. I wanted to call and get an ambulance to take her to the children's hospital to have her involuntarily committed to help her relax you know, get her on some medications, you know, get an IV in there, calm her down, help her see that things weren't as dire as she thought they were. That was my goal with calling 911. We live in an unincorporated part of our county and the sheriff had to come. So the local police uh, fire station came with their transport vehicle as well as the sheriffs. And they also staged another transport vehicle because the local uh, fire department wasn't able to transport to the hospital that I wanted to go to, which was Children's and it was just a little bit further away. So they had to call another transport vehicle. So here we are. <sighs> My daughter at this point has basically destroyed the bathroom. She broke uh, one of the uh, cabinet doors practically off um, and, you know, just pulled on everything and just, just 
was anger is probably and frustration because she can't express herself. That is a lot of what we were feeling or I was feeling. Um, and then I talked to the sheriff. I talked to the, uh, the fire department um, and they determined that this is domestic violence. And if she commits this offense again, and we call them that they um, might have to press charges. They made this clear to her. They gave her boundaries. They said, you can stomp, you can scream, you can't hit anybody, you can't break or damage property, those kinds of things. That's kind of how things were when they left. We went back inside. It was stressful. You wouldn't believe how stressful. Of course, my daughter still wanted to shower. She still felt she needed to shower. So that's what she had to do. Our next challenge was helping her find a towel to use. And she ended up using um, a set of towels that were pretty new. They'd only been used a couple of times, had recently been washed, that kind of thing. And she was able to shower. And she finished showering. She put on whatever clothes she put on and said, okay, let's go. We're leaving the house. We're not coming back anytime soon. It was probably 4.15 by this point in time. And so she, my older daughter and I, we left. Um, and I kind of had a few ideas. I figured we'd go out for dinner. We'd go for a walk. Maybe we'd go and do a little bit of shopping. I would just distract her from the afternoon, knowing that we were going to have to come back home. And this is where she was going to sleep 